everybody. Welcome to Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's issue is a dating issue. It's juicy. Uh, we're going to talk about ghosting. Why do you think this is so prevalent? Is it a South Florida issue or a, a, uh, just a dating in general issue? I think it has become more of a thing that's really going on more prevalent because of online dating. Mm. I think online dating, as much as I do help my clients with their profiles, and I do like them to go online because you know what? It gives you practice it does. in dating and, connect, and connecting with people. And I would say, maybe you don't go on the dates, maybe you do, but at least it's giving you practice and connection with people. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. So um, everybody knows I don't have a lot of experience in dating. I have a lot of experience in marriage. But we all know what ghosting is. It's when somebody just disappears, when there's an expectation, right? And somebody just disappears, doesn't text or call from one day to the next, gone without any reason. And I hear from those people in the dating world that ghosting is kind of like an epidemic, a big problem. Now, I've been guilty of this in non-romantic relationships. <laughs> I met somebody at a workshop recently, a woman I, I really liked. I really liked her. She was super nice. And uh, she wanted to exchange numbers and get together for lunch. She wanted to be a friend. And I wanted to be left alone. And that sounds so mean, right? Like sometimes you just, you know, you have enough friends, you know, it's nothing personal. Um, she texted me. I would text her back. Uh, we would text each other like meditation apps and things, which I, I kind of like that part of the relationship. And then when she asked me for a second time to meet for lunch, and I still haven't done it, I, ha I didn't text her back. I just didn't text her back. I ghosted her. Pansy, cowardly, ghosted her. I didn't say, didn't own it and say, you know, have a conversation or even just an explanation and say, you know, listen, it's not a good time for me or whatever. There's a grown up way to handle that. And I didn't handle it at all. But that's ghosting in a non-romantic relationship. So the same thing happens to people all the time in the dating world, again, I hear. Um, so the question is, why do we do it? What can be done if it's done to you? And how to handle it? Great questions. Today's guest is a certified dating coach. We've never had a certified dating coach on this podcast. Karen Larrea. I like saying your name properly. <laughs> Or Larea, if La you want to Americanize it. The Americanize. Karen's also the lead female on the reality TV show HBO Max series, My Mom, Your Dad. So she's got a lot of experience in front of the camera, but a lot of experience in helping people date, find mates, keep them and be happy. So Karen, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I was so excited, honestly, when you called me or when we, you sent me the message. I DM'd um, so you. though, you know, we're the same age range. I have watched Lynn all these years, Aww. no matter what, on TV. So I was like super excited. I'm like, of course I know Lynn, absolutely. Aww. And I was like, I, I would love it. So thank you, thank so you, much. thank you so much. Yeah. You know, the, what caught my eye about your Instagram was yeah. that you are a certified dating coach, yeah. yes. and so you, you know, and for those of you, who get, certified means she there's pretty, I don't know, stringent schooling to become any kind of coach, mm -hmm. especially a certified coach. Yes. And the certification is the ICU, is it? International yes, it Coaching was, Federation? Uh, intense training. Yeah. And so then you get certified and I wanted it to be legit. So how I started was from being on the reality dating show, mm -hmm. um, 
I gained a following. And through gaining that following, I started getting like a large amount of DMs. You know, how do you start dating over 40? Mm. You know, I'm 50 something and I can't seem to get myself back to be da- to be dating. And just always the question that revolved around dating. Because all of a sudden, being on a dating show, I was this guru in people's eyes. And so then, so what I did for my followers is I said, you know what? Let me cr- create like my own six-week series. And I got like what I knew out there doing research was like the best psychologists in dating and other dating coaches and just relationship coaches. And we did this six-week series and it was a huge success. And then from there, two of the coaches were like, Karen, you're really good at this. Why don't you consider doing this? And I was like, hmm, okay, it could be something because I love that. But also, it wasn't like I was naturally born to do this okay. in the sense because the last four years, I have, ha- I believe in, I go away t- uh, to two retreats a year. One is like a women's retreat hmm. and one is a both co-ed and they deal like with relationships and inner, inner healing. And so I've done a so lot of the doing inner the work. Yeah, yeah, I've done, t- I've done. Mm-hmm a lot of inner work in the last four years. So that's why I had a lot of knowledge on a lot of things and why I purposely do it. And, and they're usually not in the U.S. I'll be like, I've got, been in Mexico. I've mm-hmm. been to the islands. I did do one like in Dallas. The retreats. Retreats yeah. where I do these. But I like to do one where it's just women because it's a different mm-hmm. feel and it's kind of like a sisterhood. And then I do like to do one that's code because I do want to know what's going on with the men Mm-hmm. and learn from them because there are men who are trying to heal themselves as well. So in that, I was like, oh, this could be kind of like, you know, you know, we have like 12 different side gigs so, right, right, <laughs> in right, life. Right. And I was like, this could be great. And it kind and it took off from there. So it's become huh. a little bit more than a side gig for me. So before we get into the ghosting, now that you're giving us back, that's your professional background. Yeah. Personally, you were telling me yeah. uh, before we started recording, you were married for mm-hmm. What, almost 20 years, you said? Not, well, we were 19 years together, that a total. Yeah. yeah, two children came two out kids. of that marriage. Okay. Yeah. And you've been divorced for 10 years? It's going to be 10 years in November. So, so you've been dating for 10 years? Dating, yeah. I did have one relationship, but that was very toxic, so it wasn't good. But yes. And recently, you have a healthy relationship? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. so you've got quite the quilt of experience. Yes. So yeah. that's really nice to hear. Yes. So it's not like you... You haven't been around the block. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so let's talk about ghosting. Because when I reached out to Karen, I asked her, you know, what do you want to talk about? And she, you're the one who said ghosting. Yeah. That's like a number one. How prevalent is this situation? It is like number one. Like um, that my clients or people that are potential clients or I get DMs about is ghosting. Or um, I kind of do lives on my social media also. And they're always ghosting comes into one of the questions. So well, let's huge. describe, er, define what ghosting is. I was talking to a single friend of mine last mm-hmm. night and he's like, and he's like, what are you doing this week? I'm like, oh, I'm doing this podcast on yeah. dating and ghosting. And he, he dates a lot. Yep. And he's like, well, not everything's ghosting, Lynn. You've mm-hmm. gone defensive. Yes. And yes. he's like, not everything needs closure. Not everybody needs a follow-up. It's when there's an expectation. So Tell me what you think ghosting is. Okay. So when I explain ghosting, I've had people say to me, oh my gosh, because, you know, she ghosted me and we were texting and by the third text, she never texted me again. Mm. That to me, I explained to my clients is not ghosting in my book, at least you ha- I think a lot of us think that we can make that connection with someone through text, like a genuine connection, and you really don't. It's right. kind of a false expectation. Right. You don't. You can't make a relationship that way. So um, I always tell them, ghosting is when you have actually interacted with someone. You've gone on 
to, I always say two dates or more, you know, you are talking about, you know, from the second date, maybe to a third date or a third date to a fourth date. Um, so there has to have been like that, you know, human interaction. You've actually been out on dates, been in each other's physical company. Exactly. So that, you know, and then ghosting would be, but then again, sorry, let me back up. I have also had a client who he did not hear from all. He was in a relationship for nine months and she completely disappeared on him, blocked him on social okay, that's media. That's major ghosting. That's, that's be, that's like just cruel. <laughs> that is, abandonment. That's complete abandonment, you know? And so he was like, what if, you know, I thought maybe she might've like, what if she got into an accident? And then he was like, well, I was like, she blocked you on social media. You oh, know, yeah, she did yeah. that. <laughs> you know, at that point, she's fine. I mean, she probably had a different life completely and you had huh. no knowledge of that. But um, anyway, so I always say they have to have that physical connection. And to me, ghosting is the most cruelest, most cowardly mm. act in a romantic relationship. I always say, even if it's like, say, I always use the rule. One to two dates, it's perfectly fine to text the person and be like, hey, you know what? Thanks for the time. I thought it was great, but I don't feel that romantic. You're a great person, but I don't text feel that Text goodbye romantic. after one or two dates. One or two dates. Third I think date? it's complete. You've already had some good time, quality time with that person, that person does deserve a phone call. It doesn't have to be face-to-face. We're not talking about a long-term that you're dating someone for months and then, you know, and say, really don't do it on the phone. It's probably better to do it in person. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at least pick up the phone past the third date and be like, hey, you're a great person. You're just, rip that Band-Aid off. You're not romantically. I don't feel the romantic connection. Well, I think I really want to hear that script again from you because, and I can speak from experience, Mm -hmm. I think when people turn cowardly, it's because we um, don't have the courage to say how we feel in a kind way without attacking the other person or yes. sounding like a wimp. So what could yeah. the script be when, what could the text be? One mm-hmm. to two dates. Yep. Thanks, but no thanks. Yes. And what could the in-person, it's, it's a breakup really, yeah, be is. after the third date? Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you from personal experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell my clients, it's always like, you know, hey, you know, whoever it is, you know, hey, X, Y, Z, it was really great spending time with you. I think you're really a nice person, but I'm just not feeling that romantic connection and I wish you the best. I'm not feeling that romantic connection and I wish you the best. That's a good script. Yes. And I have never heard from a client and I personally have never received a like nasty response back. It's always been like, I'm either, oh, that's sad to hear or too bad to hear, or I wish you the best as well. Thank you for letting me know. So yeah, it's scary. You not, you need to, you, cause you don't want to get attacked and that's what you're feeling. Right. Like if I tell or them this, awkward. I may get attacked but and awkward. Yeah. You're saying, okay. And I, and I respect what you're saying. Yeah. It's true. Don't do it in text. Everybody mm-hmm. does everything in text. My, my, one of my kids, I won't say which one almost <laughs> said, said to me the other day, well, I'm just going to text that person, you yeah. know, basically we're, we're done. I'm like, no, you, you, we don't. No, that generation, even yes. our generation, yes. it's such a wimpy, cowardly way. We have to get, we have to do it on the phone at the very least. But if you do it in person, wow, man, you're jumping out of an airplane. Um, isn't, don't you take that chance of like, okay, so what? You meet for lunch and you're like, listen, I'm not feeling that romantic connection. And then you're stuck with this awkwardness and who, you're just getting water. What do you suggest? Yeah, yeah you just, it, I mean, if it's someone where you've had a, you know, let's just say you've dated them three, three or four months and you're realizing this is just not for me. I mean, I do believe I would always give the, uh, tell them, listen, you do need to do it. Even if it's like, listen, can we just meet for coffee? You know, okay, and just let them know something quick. It could be like a 10 minute, you may never even get the coffee. You're just sitting down at the, you know, at the coffee shop, but they do deserve that. And if you're really cowardly or just say, 
or you just really feel uncomfortable, like I cannot meet with this person, at least please do pick up the phone because you do leave that person with so many questions that you're ghosting. Like, why did they ghost me? What did I do? And people, we tend to make up stories in our head. Oh, all the time. And so all of a sudden we've made this story and then you've all of a sudden, like that person has now something like, for the next person that they're dating. Right. And a then wound. they carry that, that mm-hmm. I never say baggage, but luggage. They carry that little, that little hurt of that luggage mm-hmm. that they packed away in their luggage, that hurt onto the next person they're dating. And it's not fair. So it's like, rip that bandaid off. I've made those phone calls. I've coached my clients through those phone calls. And once it's done, it's like, oh, okay, thank God. It's the elephant is off my chest right. as hard as it was. But it was done correctly. And at the end of the day, you don't want to do something to someone that you don't want done to you. I always say that. Karma. Yeah. Oh, huge karma. And uh, whether it's, you could be like the seventh person you're dating down the road and you really like them, it's going to happen to you, you know. But also, um, ghosting does, it does show a sign of immaturity. I was just going to say, when for those of you listening going, well, why, what, what who's, who cares? I'm never, never going to see this person again. I'm just going to text them or I'm just not going to respond to him or her. But two reasons why you should be mature mm-hmm. and take Karen's advice. Number one, you just said, yeah. um, think of the other person, have yeah. some empathy. And if you can't, or in addition to, I think, what kind of person do we want to be? I ask myself that almost every day. What kind of person do I want to be? Yeah. Oh my God, I wanted to throw gum out my window yesterday. I had it in my, <laughs> I, I just came from the Middle East where they don't chew gum, they don't litter. And, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. and I was rolling down my window and I was like, what kind of person do I, I mean, I know it sounds dumb, but I was like, what kind of person do I want to be? Do I want to be that person who doesn't care about the earth? Yeah. No. So I rolled up my window and it didn't litter. So same question, dating. Yeah. What kind of person do you want to be yeah. when it comes to and what letting tra- somebody and go? And what you put out there, I'm huge. And a lot of people, some people are like, Karen, you're a little too woo-woo sometimes, but I do believe in what you put out comes back to you. Boomerang. Huge, huge believer in that. And when someone says, oh, I'll never see them again. Oh, no, no, no. This, this world, not I'm not even going to say this town, this world is so small, which has happened to me where I was dating someone, broke up with him and he had no knowledge, ended up going on a date with my friend. And because <gasps> of a comment that he made about me, yes. And different cities, completely different oh, cities. My God. And a comment that he had made about, I had dated this girl oh, that was on God. a reality show. And my friend went, oh, Ding. That's my friend. He's trashing. And she immediately called me. Hey, did you date? Da, 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 da. And I was like, yes, I did. She was like, ew, gross. I just went on a date. Done with him. <laughs> so that's, wow. yeah. So you think that, that, that you're never going to see him. This world mm-hmm. is so small. It is small. Okay. So you already gave me an example of, of ghosting. Mm-hmm. Ghosting mm-hmm. is anything after two dates mm-hmm. and you just don't, you just don't show up. Don't mm-hmm. respond. What can... That's great advice for the person doing the ghosting or, or dump, mm-hmm. let's call, I hate dumping the, um, what, what's the word? The person doing the letting go, letting ghosting go <laughs> in a nice way. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So w- yeah. what is your advice for the person who's on the other end okay. who hears, mm, yeah. thanks, but no thanks. Who, who, or who, well, let's start with, what do you tell the person who has been ghosted? Okay. Cause we can't control anybody but ourselves, but ourselves. Exactly. So I always say, first thing is remember it has nothing to do with you. It mm. has everything to do with them. Well, that's where I say where the level of maturity comes in, where they're, they're cowardly. They don't have it in them to just say, you know what, let me rip the bandaid off and let me tell this person I'm not interested in them. So remember it has nothing to do with you. 
you could be like the most wonderful person. And because some people will say, but why me? I'm really That's great. And I, yeah. yeah. We all do Nothing that. to do with you. Um, number one. Please do not send endless texts. Do not. Oh my send god, that's such a female messages. thing to do. If I can be a little sexist, <laughs> yeah. Do not send endl- endless. texts. I haven't texts. heard from you. How can you do this? Do not stalk them on social media because, listen, curiosity gets the cat every time. Yes. <laughs> so don't do it because it's just going to hurt you more. I would suggest blocking them so you can tie your hands behind your back. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not, not in a mean way. I'm yeah. not blocking them because you're angry, but. Because you're protecting yourself. To give yourself that room, that right. space to heal. Because it does hurt. And you know why? Because no matter what, um, we all have ego. Yeah, we take no it personally. Matter what, much, doesn't like me. What? Yes, as much as healing I have done and at the end of the day and have been through. So there's an ego in there. Of course. So, right. <laughs> and I've been ghosted, you know? And I'm just like, his loss. But, right. you know. It wasn't just, that cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just remember that they've actually done you a favor in the long run, it's a huge red flag. Well, if he doesn't want to be with you exactly. and doesn't have the courage to tell you to that. tell you. So she. imagine like being like in a relationship and all of a sudden, like I said, I had said to you, I had someone that he was ghosted months from dating this person. And mm. it was just like a complete disappearance. But definitely don't stalk them. Try to, you know, give some space in between. Please don't post sad social media statuses. <laughs> Please don't do that. Don't write any sad social media statuses. Why? Because um, you're kind of giving the energy of importance to them. Yes. You know, and then as much as we talked about, man, he hurt my ego or she hurt my ego. Guess whose ego gets inflated when they see that sad social media status? Him or her. Yeah. The dumper. Yeah. So just just don't write it, you know? Um, try to always stay positive. Um, and, you know, um, a lot of ghost people who have ghosted, I will tell you, um, nine out of ten, they come back. They come back when they're bored. They come uh, back when they see that there's nothing else out there that, that you are better than them. The word narcissism comes yes. to mind. Yes. That's why I say nine out of 10, because I am going to give that one person <laughs> the percent for nine out of 10. Or just to check in, like, do I still have that little that little energy or power right. over him or her? With some lame excuse, like, my grandma died. Yeah. Or, I went to or Peru. even just like, hey, what's going on? You so, know? What, what is your advice on how to handle that? I always say, do not go back. They already showed you who they were the first right. time around. Don't go back and don't reply. And don't reply. Block. Don't reply. Yes. And block. So block, 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 absolutely. Block. Yeah. Just block and just let it go. You don't need an explanation. You don't need to tell them, oh, look at you coming back because you ghosted. Don't give them that power over you. We control our power and how we can behave. Why do you think this is so prevalent? Is it a South Florida issue or a, 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 just a dating in general issue? I think it has become more of a thing that's really going on more prevalent because of online dating. Mm. I think online dating, as much as I do help my clients with their profiles, and I do like them to go online because you know what? It gives you practice in dating and, connect, and connecting with people. And I would say, maybe you don't go on the dates. Maybe you do, but at least it's giving you practice in connection with people is um, we're in the world of online dating of, oh, I didn't like because she wore a green dress today. Swipe. Whatever. Right. I didn't like this. He, you know, he so answered it makes us like this. more callous or less connected or? I think we think that we have like this catalog out there. Uh, and Inflated ego? Yeah, inflated egos. Like, I, listen, I have had personal friends who have found their partners online. And I think it's beautiful. I think it's wonderful because you can find a partner online. It's Me. There you go. You have, <laughs> but, but how many, how many, uh, you had to do your due diligence. Oh, Karen. 
So I was going to save this for the next one. Uh, I am uh, my friend Belkis calls me a unicorn. Okay. So I was married almost twenty years. Uh-huh. Everybody knows this on this podcast. Um, and um, was divorced a year. Didn't uh-huh. want to date. I was focused on my kids and taking care of my house and like feeding them and living. Yeah. And I just like in the tenth month, I was like, okay. I, my friend Bell's like, you're not going to meet anybody. You're jams and coral gables. Yeah. So I started going out with her, just like going out, just yeah. like not Hanging you out. know. And then she's like, get on match, you know, mm-hmm. you can practice. Yeah. So I got a match and there were so many weird ass people. Exactly. Oh my God, so fucking weird. So um, I was talking, mm-hmm. but the first date I went on was with this guy who was the most normal, didn't want anything from me. And we had a mutual, mutual friends and I ended up marrying him. So See? he was the first person I dated. I don't recommend that, but it just happened. But I'm going to agree with Belkis. That is a unicorn. Both of you are unicorns, and that's why you matched up together. Yes. <laughs> and it was like everything was aligned perfectly. Um, but that's usually not the case. Right. And you know, and, and I do have two clients that are getting married off of meeting online and personal friends as well, which I think is beautiful. But you do have to weed people out. Like that is, I agree with her. That's like a unicorn situation. So most people don't get married at, uh, uh, after online dating. They, they get married like, in person? What do you mean? Like, oh, like meeting in person or yeah, through a mutual right, friend. Right. It's very, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's, and that's what I think it's just been so disposable. People mm. are using this online dating. It's like people are disposable now. It's so sad. Cause think mm. about like the first time you got married or I think about yeah. when I got married 20 something years ago. How did you meet either through work, friends? Work. You, we used to go to Baja Beach Club right, or bars. Right, or, right, right, right. Or whatever. Physically meeting Physically somebody. Physically meeting yeah. someone somewhere. Well, you got to feel their energy. You got yes, to talk using yeah. your voice instead yes, of your thumbs. <laughs> yes. And now it's, I actually was having a, a conversation with a friend last night who she just broke, with, broke up with her boyfriend. And she said, it's so funny because really if I want a date right now, I can just put myself online and I can get a date within an hour or two. Yeah. If I wanted to go out. So it's like that disposable, well, that dating easy. is I mean, that's a big word. Yeah. What do you want? Do you want to hook up? Do you want to exactly. talk to somebody? Do you want yeah. to look for your partner in life? Yeah. It's funny. When we went on our first date, mm-hmm. I was just so desperate, Karen, to have fun. Yes. And practice. That's the word I used. Yeah, we went on our first date. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just practicing. And he was so offended. I'm like, he was single for 10 years. I yeah. was single for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, whatever, buddy. I'm just practicing on you. And when I was hearing myself talk to him, I was like, oh, I like me. I think I'd date me too. I remember thinking that. And I wanted to go dancing so badly. And yeah. he's like, no, let's just have a drink at this very empty, boring bar mm-hmm. and to get to know each other. I'm like, oh, get to know each other. He wanted, your, he wanted your full attention. And that really was the best thing because <laughs> yes. if we went dancing, I probably wouldn't have seen him again. I would have been like, next, next. Uh. Yeah. So that was smart. He yeah. was in a different place than me. Yeah. Um, I love that though. Yeah. I love that you got married yeah. off of an online because that's another success story of just people have to do their due diligence. Most, most people. You are the unicorn, but <laughs> yeah, most. And yeah. I would, re- if I yeah. was my friend, I would tell me that too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So Absolutely. let's re. Let's re. I love it when we. Some people listen to this podcast when they're running, or walking, or they don't have a pen and paper. So just to reiterate, uh, Karen's four tips on how to handle ghosting. Number one, great tip. Um, ghosting is anything under two dates. <laughs> so if you're, she says, if you've just been texting, or if you just went on two quote dates, you can text bye mm-hmm. after no more than two days. Two days plus. Actually, one, I guess, one day. Two dates plus, then you should either call that person to say thanks but no thanks, yeah. or even better, tell them in person. Okay. Number two, don't stalk them. If you are the person who's being, I, I'll just say it, dumped. Yeah. Um, don't stalk their social media. 
I suggest blocking because it helps your heart. Don't text them. Number three, Karen says, at all. Don't text them at all. Long text, little text, nothing. Cut, get the scissors out. And four, the best tip, don't take it personally when somebody uh, doesn't want to, wants to move on. And if I always say, who wants to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to add a little thing in there because as a woman, mm-hmm. And I'm not being sexist or anything. You know, we have to get all our emotions out. Yes. So if you have to write it, if you got to put it in your notes in your phone, do it. Never send it. Just get it out. Get it right. out to the universe. Just get out your your right. anguish, your anger, your why did you do this to me? But never send it. At least. Right. Just to get it out. Right. Because yeah. sending it shows oh, it's just so weak. Oh right? yeah. Oh she, yeah. Look right. what I did to her. Right. What I did to him. Yeah. And she's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, exactly. that, oh, that's that yes. go to word for men. <laughs> I tell my husband, don't ever don't. Don't use that word. Yes. Because I will go crazy on you. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, when you hear someone say, when a man says she's crazy, I'm like, oh, there's an issue there on oh, your Oh, get end. out the red pen and <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to see you again. Yes. I hate that. Hate yes. it. Yes. If you want to get in contact with Karen, you can connect with her on IG at K M as in Mary, L as in Lynn, M as in Mary, K M L M 21. Where does that come from? Those are my initials. Oh, okay. So like Karen Larea was taken. I couldn't get it. Uh. <laughs> Karen Damn. M. Larea was taken. Karen M. Larea M. was taken. So oh, I was like, let me do my I know, initials. That's so common. And, and, and let me just do yeah, I was like, let me just do my initials and my birth, like the day of my birth, that I, my birthday. <laughs> KMLM21. And yeah. a website is Karen Larea. There you go. L A R R E A dot com. She's yeah. accepting new clients for coaching on dating. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Lynn, for having me on here. And thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, don't ghost. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So Tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.